My name is Colin Mitchell and welcome to Sales Transformation, a daily podcast with the best moments from the most respected people in the sales world. The goal of this show is to give you a daily dose, weekends included, in 10 minutes or less to help transform the way you sell. I hope you enjoy today's episode and now to David to tell you what you can expect in today's episode. You know, it's time we have a deeper understanding. What sellers usually fail to take into consideration is that buyers have a relationship with the product they are using and not just the seller. Duane gives light on this matter and explains why it's important to understand your buyer's relationship with your product. And you will learn more about this in this latest episode of Sales Transformation. Something that you brought up um, was knowing how your customers are using the product, right? So, mm-hmm. what are some signals to look for um, of you know, when it is a good time to reach out or go for the demo or timing it? Like, just walk me through like that, you know, kind of high level playbook of how should how should sales be having their process based yeah. on you know, the way that customers are using the product and, mm-hmm. you know, is there some tools that you recommend that can give them mm-hmm. those signals? What should they be looking for? Um, what are some things that you typically see companies not doing that they should be? Um, lots of great questions in there and we can riff on them for a while, but I would say first and foremost, you have to understand your buyer's relationship with your product. Meaning if you're selling into a market, that is not normally very tech savvy. You can't expect them to self-serve the entire time because they're, it's just, it goes against their grain and their way of buying. Um, for example, I tend to specialize a lot of my work serving the construction industry. Um, it's how I grew up. I know how they think. Uh, my dad contractor my whole life. I went to school for construction and it's always just stuck with me. I resonate really well with that market. Um, I can't sell into CTOs, don't have that level of ability for long pauses and conversations, but you have to understand your buyer's interaction with your product first before you do anything. Doesn't matter the ACV. ACV is second to that, meaning the annual contract, like the actual cost of your tool. Because if you're going into a product-led growth tool, for example, like something like user flow, user flow is a really great tool for app guides. Meaning like when you log into a product, you get, there's a little indicator like, oh, do this. Oh, do this next essential for a product-led growth strategy. But a, a, a subscription to that thing is n- nothing less than $250 a month. And good luck talking to a salesperson. But that's because they're targeting the specific type of people that need that tool. I would never expect like a contractor or like a retail person to be comfortable spending $250 to $1,000 without ever having to talk to someone. So you've got to understand where your buyer's at. Um, and then you're, the money you're asking for because you're, if you're serving the SMB market, for example, you have to have high volume and high velocity to make up for any amount of money spent to acquire that lead, get them into a trial. But if you're serving a particular market that struggles with using your product, but it's a really good fit because it solves a big need, then you have to understand how to allocate resources to ensure a high conversion and good experience. Most companies, when they have you know monthly contract values of like $100, $200, they're like, oh, that's 100% PLG all the way. 
tech touch all the way. No one's giving them any time. We just need to get them into the system and hope they convert. It's like, well, that's why you end up having trial to paid conversions of like 3% because the buyer's not interacting with your product enough and they don't see the value because they, they started the trial and bounced because they didn't see what they needed. They weren't able to connect the dots. So the relationship, you have to understand, like I said, buyer's interaction with product, cost is secondary. And then two, you have to, you have to place sales personas correctly based on your buyer type. Um, and this isn't like marketing persona or whatever. It's like literally buyer type. So what I've done is when I've got a large amount of SMB traffic coming in, starting trials, and our conversion self-touch or uh, self-led is under 10%, I'm going to put an SDR team on that. But that doesn't mean SDR team. And I say SDR with air quotes because all, it's all full cycle sales. Um, like I said a second ago, you can't have an SDR calling in to do discovery, scheduling a demo, AE follow-up. Like It's just going to ruin the trial experience. But So you have a full cycle sales rep that goes in there, but they have the persona and, and the mentality of an SDR because it's high volume, high velocity. You want quick touches, connected calls, no demos, making sure you're doing short discoveries and you nudge them along their buying process that matches the value loop steps inside of the product, which is where the term the horrible term PQL comes from <laughs> like product qualified means they've activated inside of the app. They've done certain things that has proven to make them convert or sticky, right? So HubSpot, for example, you can read it in sales acceleration formula from Mark Roberge. Um, they had five of their services, five of their features. When they were using five of their features, they were like 80% more likely to convert. When Slack, you send 2000 messages, like 90% likely to convert. And so in order to understand how you need to focus your sales team, you have to understand those activation steps in your app or else you're going to be calling and your sales reps aren't going to have the firepower to follow up. They're going to be acting like a sales led approach, trying to figure out who they are when they have all the information in the system, which we'll get to in a second. But in a, in a hybrid approach, your salesperson, whether it's a, a account executive or an SDR or a junior, whatever, they need to be seen as the shepherd and guiding them through their trial. So after that, let's talk tech for a second. You, the sales rep has to have visibility into the activity that your lead is doing in the app. And unfortunately, Salesforce is garbage when it comes to showing you any type of data without clicking into 19 different modules and windows. Um, and so I, I use HubSpot. I use a ton of hubs. Uh, like I'm a HubSpot certified partner. I've done multiple different setups for them. I've done a handful of implementations this year for my own business if I am... Uh, where I'm working with a company called One Build right now, where I'm the head of sales and go to market, implemented it there. And the goal there is get visibility of data, visibility of usage for the sales rep, get segmentation in there. So that mm -hmm. way the sales rep can see, oh, they haven't done this and this. I'm going to call them. And if I connect with them, I'm going to ask them, how do they do this and this? Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you're enjoying the show, drop us a review on your favorite podcast platform. And we hope that you'll tune in again tomorrow as we are here for you every day, weekends included, to help you transform the way you sell.